it is now being proposed that the Child and Family Agency, TUSLA, who I wouldn't get to look after me, dog, would contact birth parents in relation to any request for information. But if the birth parents object to the release of the information, i.e. I don't want to know them, which is the situation we're in at the moment where people can't find out, then Tusley or the Adoption Authority of Ireland would make a final decision. And with, with the exception of that last bit about them making a final decision, it doesn't change anything really at all, apart from there's a possibility that maybe if the person is deceased, possibly, or if there's information, I, I don't know, if they're in a home or something, I, if they, you know what I mean, if they feel like the person is not coherent enough to make that decision on their own, that the, the Adoption Authority would make it. I don't know what grounds they would be making that decision. She said that the bill will, for the first time, give a statutory base for information and tracing services for adopted people, birth parents, and other relatives and interested individuals. It may make life a bit easier for you to find out, but if the person doesn't want to know who you are, you're still not going to have the right to find out, probably. So I'm going to ask you a question. The question is, whose rights are more important? The reason they can't really bring in the bill they want is because of the rights and the privacy rights of a natural birth parent not to know who their child is. So whose rights are more important? Is the mother's right to secrecy more important than a child's right to know who his mother is? Let me know what you think. And the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. You can text or WhatsApp. Joe, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joe? Hi. Good, Joe. How are you? Good, Joe. I mean, there's a bit of a balance here, you know, but whose rights ultimately are more important? Um, to be honest, I think uh, medical records should always be available that should not be private because you need to know if you're going to have any congenital diseases anything that you can inherit that you can pass on to your children that's important and that should be always a given yeah, that may be preventable yes of course yeah but when it comes to know who they are i think unless you have con well consent from the birth mother and or both of them are looking, uh, I think privacy should be respected after all. It was a, an adoption if they yeah, wanted the to child, know. The child didn't have a right because the child didn't ask to be adopted. The, if a, like if you gave birth to a baby tomorrow, Joe, you have an mm-hmm. obligation and a responsibility to that child. Now, if you want to abscond your responsibility and put the child up for adoption for whatever reason, well and good... But I still believe you have a responsibility to that child for the rest of your life. You gave birth to the child. Well, I gave birth, but I gave, if you give a child up for adoption, you gave up that responsibility to someone else. That responsibility is not yours. But the child doesn't have a choice in that. So when that child is 18 or 22 baby, or 40... you cannot ask it. Can you ask yeah, but, the baby but, if he wants to be adopted? You yeah, can't. Yeah, but, but I was in that situation at 20 years of age where I had no idea who my mother was or my birth mother was, and I wanted to find out. I don't think it's fair that I'm not, in, I'm not entitled to that information. If, for example, my birth mother didn't want to know who I was, I don't think it's fair that I'm not entitled to that information. I'm a human being. I'm entitled to know who my mother is. Okay, let's put it this way. I think they could give the information, but imagine if your mother didn't want to be contacted, didn't want to meet you, you shouldn't be able to go and invite her privacy either. Okay, could have a picture of her and see who she was, but if she didn't want contact, I I don't think you should be able to force. Get the information, yes, force the person. 
Yeah, and I, and I understand what you're saying, but the problem there is, yeah, if you give some 30-year-old person and say, right, look, you're not allowed to contact her, but here's a picture of her and here's her name, you can be pretty sure most of those individuals are going to try and contact her. Well, but then if you put it in law, maybe not. So what, they would have some sort of protection order to say, yeah. here's a picture, here's her name, but you're not allowed to go near her or you'll be jailed. Yeah, unless you, or it could be sued or something. A protection for both sides here. You can have your information, but this person does not want to be contacted. She doesn't want to meet you. But here is your information. You can know but everything. We, but we talked about this last week with Malachi Steenson when he was in the studio. We talked about family law and access rights for children and, you know, the fathers, etc. And Malachi said that the law states that it's not the father that has the right to see his children. It's the children that has the right to see his fa- their father. So here we are again. The children's rights surely yes. are more important. When we come to marriage and separation, they children's rights supersede adults. But, but you cannot forget that the people they want to meet might be their uh, biological parents, but they're not their parents. Because in reality, although uh, biological, biologically you're from someone, Parents are the ones who raise you, who Absolutely. are there for you. And some people have curiosity, some people don't. So well, I, well, have- well, I can tell you, it's more than just a curiosity, because I was in that situation. So it's more than, and still to this day, I have no idea who my father is. So what I say, it's more than just a curiosity. It's, it can really get in on people. Yeah, for some people, yes, or others, no. So make it halfway, make it in a way that people, children can get at least access to the information, but if they don't want to be, if the biological parents don't want to be contacted, have the information, but stay away. Okay, well, stay there for a second, because Katie, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Katie? How are you, Niall? How are you, Pat? Uh, Good. I mean, this bill doesn't really change a huge amount, I'm afraid, apart from the fact that the adoption authority could make a final decision even if the mother objects to meeting the child or giving the child the information. But whose rights are more important, Katie? I, do you know what? It's it's a hard one, Niall, but I do think that the, the child's... Both 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 needs are important. Um, but I think, and I don't know, I've never, I'm, thank God I've, I've had fabulous parents, but if I was an adopted child, I think you'd always wonder. You'd always wonder the circumstances of your adoption. And as a mother, I think you would always wonder if you've given up a child, are they okay? Did they go to a good family? And I don't think you can give just a little bit of leeway. I think it's got to be all or nothing down to that decision whereby if the mother doesn't want to see the child, she's allowed that and vice versa. But I think you need to open the door a lot further um, because I think, you know, an awful lot is lost in that you're, if you go on and you're, you're adopted by a, a, a productive family who love you and care for you, Sometimes the the mother would worry, did I do the right thing? And sometimes that gives them peace that, you know, my child was was lucky and had a great family. Also, there's the opposite side where maybe it wasn't a great family. But I think you have to open the door for the option to be there because... I I agree with opening the door, but yeah, but but the the problem is there are many mothers who put children up for adoption who don't want to know. Uh, And for whatever reason, maybe they they went on and got married themselves and had more children and it was a little secret in their life maybe or something like that. 
And True, but you know what, Nigel? But I mean, have, I, I still it's think... It's a different time now. It's a different time I now. Know, and I, I think, understand that, but we still have adoptions. But we, and we still had, like, up to course, the, the mid-1980s, yeah. we were selling quite a lot of adoptions. But what I'm saying to you is, I still believe there are people in this country who have no idea who their parents are because of this reason, yeah. because the parents don't want to know who they are. And um, it's awful. It's but awful. it is awful. But I, I believe their right supersedes the parent because if you're a mother and you had a baby... It doesn't matter if you gave the baby away for adoption or you put the baby up for adoption. I believe you ultimately still have the right to allow that child to know who you are. Yes. I do believe the child comes first in this because you can carry that cross for the rest of your life. You can pass it on to your own children, that that anxiety, that depth of despair. And I know you've been through it, Niall, and I think you said yourself, the question would always be there. You know, who have I come from? I would... It would kill me if I didn't know who my parents were. It would absolutely destroy me. And it wouldn't be because that's what I would want. I think it would just, because it's the such curiosity. an emotive issue. Yes. Yeah, it's such an emotive issue. Where and you it, came it from, brings, what your background was, what yeah, were the reasons, circumstances. You know, have I got, you, you can destroy yourself in many different ways, even with great parents. But I think if that's on top of everything else that you're worried about, I think the child has to be considered more than the parent uh, because well then if you're saying that well then you're saying to me well then ultimately the child has more rights than you yeah, but I, do, I mean yeah I do I mean I think well then why I, don't I we do well then why don't we just do it see what the state are afraid of the state are afraid of many of these women still alive who adopted yeah. children and this information is now given to children who might go knocking on their door uh, maybe they have got married and have had kids of their own and they just it was a little secret yeah. and they will sue the state for breach of privacy but, but see here we go we're back to this bloody Fear of the unknown, the PC world. If I do this, this is going to happen. I mean, the, the children are not children anymore. Remember that. They're adults now. And they're trying to find their way through this maze of uncertainty and, and not knowing. And the state has to just, you know, step up to the plate and say, do you know what? We're spending money, as you said earlier, to try and uh, get the country to speak Irish. Take that money and put it to bloody good use to, for people to find out where they're from and who they are. Because who you are is what makes you the person you are. And if you don't have that piece of the jigsaw, God knows what way, what road you'll take. You know, it's, it does. You look at the, 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 the show that's done in England with um, McCall, where they find people. It's, it's, it can be done in a caring way, but we've got a very kind of, I don't know what it is. We've got this cold attitude when it comes to, to this. It's like the hidden secret again. It's like, you know, you never talked about sex. It was a dirty word in Ireland. It's the same kind of stigma that's attached to being adopted. They don't want to open a can of worms, as you say, the fear of, oh, we'll be sued. But you know what? If you don't put your head above the parapet, you'll never know. Yeah, good evening, Niall. Nice to speak to you. Nice to speak to you too. I mean, this legislation is not really going to go a long way to help people, I personally believe. But whose rights do you think are more important? Well, I think everyone has rights, really. The way I look at it is, as I said in my text, we're the only section of society, basically, that can be legally discriminated against. You go along to, we'll say, I don't know, somebody of a certain age, you can't give you the information because you're over 65 or you're under 65. We can't give you the information because you're a member of the travelling community. We can't give you your information because you're black, you're blown, whatever. You'll be sued and you'll wind up in the courts for the rest of your life, but yet they can legally discriminate against adopted people and they say, well, sorry, you're not entitled to it. Somebody signed this agreement back, way back when, and that agreement legally binds you in that agreement, which I think it shouldn't. They're saying, what they're saying is that, you know, Catherine Zappone said they have to be careful, obviously, with the breach of privacy to the natural birth parents. 
Because, the, because in the extreme cases now, a lot of those letters or those agreements were signed or coherced at the time by the church, of course. You know, yeah, well, in a lot of cases, the parent didn't yeah. even sign. I've That's read right. several yeah. stuff on it. Yeah, but in a lot of cases, they were. In a lot of cases, it was mothers who may have been raped, who may have been in extreme circumstances, who just didn't want to have the baby, who genuinely did don't want to, doesn't want to have any contact ever again, and just wanted to abscond her responsibility. So signed a piece of paper saying, please don't ever contact me, and I don't want anyone to know who I am. But I'm going to say something now that you might think is very unusual. And uh, who is she to sign something telling everyone else that I am not entitled to something? I would you agree with you. I, I would absolutely agree with you. I would believe that piece of paper that she signed is probably unconstitutional as far as I'm concerned. It would be, I'd say. Because you have a right, I believe. You have a right as a child to know who your parents are. And as I said, you go to the doctor any time. Is there any history of this? Well, I don't know. And Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens to me on a regular basis. The doctor says to me, is there any uh, history of congenital heart disease? Uh, yeah, your guess is as good as mine, doctor. And another <laughs> thing, you go to you go to travel then and you show them the different birth cert mm-hmm. and the person inside it. Are you adopted, by the way, Pat? I am, yes. And, yes. and do you, have you got your original birth cert yet? Uh, yes. You, so you, I lied to get mine. I got onto the various thing, and I I found out my original name, and I got onto the registrar, and I rang in as my original name, and he said, "Yeah, I can send it out to you." Yeah, that's I I do the same. I lied as well. If you do it with the online place, and you get somebody who's a little bit wet behind the ears, you, you can get your original one sent out. But isn't it crazy that they have the original one on the screen in front of them, and once you have that name to give them, they can then verify it and send it out to you. I always had, I always had a name. I always had a, I always had my original surname, which when I went to searching was worth gold, if you like. It was worth. And did you meet your mother? Did you meet your mother, Pat? No, I didn't meet her, but I've met some of my family. I've met some of them, and I'd say she's shy at this stage, and I won't push it. I know where she lives. And how long? How long have I you known? How long have you known who she is? How long have I known who she is? About ten years, about eight years. Right, and and how old is she now? She'd be pretty much eighty. And do you think she wants to see you? I'd, I'd say she, if she's anything like me, she'd probably be a small bit so why, so why haven't you pursued it? I'd be afraid it hurt her. Ah, that's, I think that's sad. I think she might be delighted. As I said, when I, when I, I even told, I met, so I met some of my half-brothers. And when I met him first, I said, look, I said, I passed your house. I said, I put my hand on the fence. I put my hand on the gate. Just to say to myself, no, I found us. Do you understand? And why don't you say to the half-brothers or sisters or whoever it is, could you arrange something? Have a chat with her, maybe. And- uh, must do that again. So I have said it before, but I must do it again sometime. Do it. Do you know? I mean, Pat, I mean, she probably doesn't have a huge amount of time left in her life. She probably so, doesn't. As I said, yeah, I well, that's what I'm saying. Ready. So I do it now. You, you might, because if anything happened to her, Pat, you'd regret it. I have seen pictures of her on Facebook. And we are kind of alike, but I'd love to get a picture taken with her just for myself, not to show anybody. Absolutely. And But the thing about it is, if you say she's in her 80s, she probably doesn't have a huge amount of time left in her life. And Pat, the last thing you want is something to happen to her and you regret the day, so the day you die, that you never got to meet her. So we'll say there a second. I want to go to Maureen. Maureen, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Maureen? Oh, hi, Nile. How are you? All right? Good, Maureen. I only have about 60 seconds, Maureen, but yeah, far I away. I mean, I, I, there are people that are never going to uh, own up they've had it, the child. But I think the child's got a c- complete right, you know. Mm-hmm. But if they don't want to own up, they could actually write a list of what's hereditary in the family, couldn't they? If they were some disease. Yeah, their medical you know, records, I mean, that's yeah. That's another part of it you want to know about for, for your own re- personal reason, don't you? Yeah, they, and they maybe like to know a bit of background, a bit of history. Well, that's it. You, yeah. you know I, mean? I mean, I've got, I never had no grandparents. Yeah. 
I mean, and, and you just thought it was the norm. So, I mean, my my hereditary, whatever we got, my brother got wrong with me, it ends there, my mum and dad. Right, okay. So you, so you don't know who your grandparents are? No, my mum was illegit- born 1910, illegitimate, slung in a home in Belfast. Okay. But never mind. Okay. And you've, but, uh, and you've no way, so you've, ne- you've, ne- you've never kind of had a granny? No. Well, I, mean, I feel me missed out on that. I think you did. Well, I think people do. I mean, I know my own father. He, I never knew who my father's parents were. I knew oh, no, my, I knew who my mother and mother's parents were, but I think he was adopted as well. My father. But see, so long ago, it was a stigma, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. Every time we asked me, mum, she said, "I can't talk about it." It was she was she was so ashamed that she couldn't tell us. She told us when she, we, I, she was fifty. She actually told us. Well, look, it's a long conversation. I'm going to have to get back into. Thank you very much, Maureen. Pat, please do that before it's too late. I will recommend that you do it. Uh, and some way, obviously, <clears throat> that's legitimate, by the way. Don't just arrive at someone's door and scare the life out of them.